Welcome to the Modern Mommy Dog Podcast. I'm Dr. Whitney Caceres. I'm a full-time pediatrician and a full-time modern mom. I speak and write about equipping mamas to raise resilient, healthy children and to invest in their own social-emotional health along the way. Each week, we'll give you the practical tools you need to win at parenting without losing yourself. Hey, you guys, welcome back to the podcast. I want to let you in a little bit of behind the scenes action at Modern Mommy Doc before we get started. Just so you feel some empathy for when you have days or projects that you work on that you feel like this should not be so difficult, but somehow it is. So this particular podcast recording, we actually had another topic planned and decided that we wanted to do something different in order to really meet the needs of our listeners. So we had it all planned. We had the little video clip that we put on social. We had it produced. Every single thing was done with it. And then we decided, okay, we're just going to make a switch because this is the right thing to do. And then this particular episode, I have recorded about five different times or (laughs) attempted to record using different Bluetooths and using different mics and having it all somehow like the audio not show up and having it be that then it wasn't in sync and having it be the internet wouldn't work. So sometimes I know because I'm there too, it feels like the world is conspiring against you, especially when it comes to these really simple tasks that shouldn't be so hard to accomplish. But just remember, we're all in the same boat. What I had to do is take a deep, deep breath and think about what's the point. The point is to get the information out to listeners, to our audience, and make sure that they have encouragement that they need. And so right this second, I'm recording this on my phone in my voice notes, and we will produce it from here because we want to make sure we get the message out. Okay, enough about that. So today's episode is about comparing yourself to other women. And if you're a working mom, comparing yourself to other working moms and really thinking about and becoming aware about that for yourself, but then also figuring out what are some tools or what are some steps you could take when you decide that's not really how you want to live. Okay. So first, why is it that we compare ourselves to other moms? I think in part, it's because we're in each other's lives so much more on a very surface level than more than we used to be, right? So you might have gone previously before there was social media over to someone's house and you actually see their mess and you see their kids that are screaming at each other and you see their dirty dishes piled up in the sink. And as they're talking about their successes or about things that have worked out well for them, you also are seeing their very real lives. And now on social media, even if someone's not a celebrity or influencer, of course, Unless someone's really trying to be authentic, they're tending to put kind of the best version of themselves out there. So you might not see the mess. They might have scooted that out of the frame of the picture. They might have had a horrible day with their kids, but they're capturing the moment that actually is sweet and cuddly and amazing with their kids. And so I think a lot of it is that we're not getting a full picture from 
our friends, from our colleagues, from other people, that in order to feel and to appear like we have it all together and like we can do it all, which we don't need to be doing, but is the message that the world tells us, we put up this fake facade for other people. And then that's encouraged and just perpetuated by social media culture. And I'm sure unless you've been living under a rock that you all know who Brene Brown is and are familiar with her work, which is really rooted in the idea of vulnerability and authenticity and trying to be our real selves as much as possible. And gosh, I just think that's so powerful for us as individual human beings, but then also for our kids. So remember that when you are comparing yourself to other moms or to other working people, or even to the men in your lives who are looking like they're more successful or have it more together or seem like they're constantly super Zen with their kids or whatnot. Let me back up for a second. Cause I want to tell you again, in the spirit of authenticity, what brought me to even record this. I have a few people in my life that I feel privileged to call colleagues or to call as to call collaborators who are in a way kind of before me. They've gone before me. They've, you know, quote unquote, like made it bigger than I have. It feels like to me, like their impact is bigger on the world. And then when I think about the impact that I want to have in the lives of working moms, when I look at them on the surface, it looks like they're able to do it with more ease, with less struggle, like they're maybe smarter than I am, like they're more organized than I am, like they have better ideas than I do. And so I... And sometimes tempted to be envious of those people. And if I'm being really honest, there's a few people that I'm totally envious of that I look at them and I think like, why is it not me? I must be doing something wrong or there must be something wrong with me. Or maybe the message that I'm trying to send out isn't as useful to people as theirs is. All of that, right? I get in my head about that. And what I try to remember is, of course, first piece about how sometimes people's stuff doesn't start coming into your life until it's a bit more perfected, right? So you don't see it until it's in its polished state. And who knows what are the steps that it took to get there? Number two, this idea that there is enough room in the world for all ships to rise together. There is enough room in the world for someone who I really admire and aspire to be like, for that person to have success. And I don't even mean like to be rich. I mean, just like to feel like they're living the life that they want to live, right? There's room enough for people in your life to be in that spot and for you to be in that spot too. And your journey is completely unique compared with that other person's journey. So When we go back to this idea of the centered life and what does it look like to go from being a conflicted, stressed out person to being someone who is super centered, we have to remember that every single person has their own path that they are meant to be taking, right? Like Susie Q over here, who is meant to publish a bunch of books or, you know, like be Insta famous, like that's not necessarily my journey. 
my journey, I know I have five things that I care the most about. If you go back and listen to any of our episodes about the Centered Life Blueprint, you'll know what I'm talking about. But mine are about contribution to other women, making a difference. They are about connection with my kids and with my family. They are about mental and physical wellness, right? Taking care of myself in a way that's going to give me energy, make me feel like a whole of my days that I'm not draining myself. It's exploration and learning new things and getting excited about new opportunities and always exploring. And then number five is financial literacy and wellness, which again, does not mean you're a billionaire. It means just that you're not drowning in debt and so far under that you're not able to think clearly about anything else in your life. That's it. So when I can come back to my own unique vision, I actually don't have to compare myself to what anyone else is doing in order to feel whole and to feel like I am content. I might aspire. I might be totally inspired by what other people have going on, but there's not that envious streak that comes out in me. There's not jealousy. I'm so happy for them and I'm happy for me. You know how like in high school, you could join different clubs depending on your interests or things people were into. I wasn't really that much of a club person when I was younger, but these days it feels like having a tribe of other working moms around me is so, so valuable. And it's hard to do in real life because we're all scattered and busy and have our separate lives. We have designed the Modern Mamas Club to be that club, that tribe, that support network for you. And we didn't want it just to be about what are the ways we can help you to be an awesome professional or what are the ways we can help you to be an awesome mom, but also what are the ways we can help you to remember who you are as an individual person? Voila, welcome. The Modern Mamas Club is on the scene. It's a community of mamas to support you, 24 access to our video library, live events, workshops, hangouts, relatable mom rooms and discussions, and a resource library and recommendations from yours truly, Dr. Whitney. Go check it out at modernmommydoc.com. One thing that I want you to remember as well is that being in a place of being able to be happy for other people, to be able to not be envious of them, even if that's just like the mom in your social group who always has lipstick that's the right shade, right? Like I'm not talking about big things. I'm talking about small things or that she always packs like snacks that look amazing. Like she does like the food art, you know, I've never been into that, but she does the food art. Remember that it's really, really difficult to be happy for other people if you are not taking a step back and building some gratitude into your own life. And that gratitude is something that takes a lot of practice, especially if you have tendencies like I do to be anxious or depressed, right? Like it's a conscious choice for me to sit down with my journal and like write down the things that I'm grateful for on the daily or on the weekly. 
Now, there are some people who that's just like their disposition. They're like totally sunny about that. (laughs) But for me, I have to actually remind myself to do that. I have to make that a practice that I do so that I just remind myself of like all the really cool things that I've been blessed with in my life. I think I've seen that real. It's a trend that's going around on Instagram. And it's like people like stomping around and they're like, I'm getting in my like stupid car to go to my stupid job that makes me the stupid money that allows me to live the life that I stupidly want, right? That's how I kind of feel about like a gratitude journal or a gratitude practice is like, I feel like I'm like trudging out to my table, like, I'm going to get my stupid coffee so that way I can do my stupid journaling so that way I can be more grateful so that way I can remember what I have so that way I'm not jealous of other people so that way I'm content so that way I can actually just live the life I'm supposed to live as opposed to yearning for something that's not supposed to be for me, right? Yeah, that's supposed to be for other people. The final thing that I think is important to remember is that there are all kinds of people who are like, coming behind you. And I don't mean that they're less valuable than you are, or that like aren't as smart as you or don't have it together as you do. But who are kind of like on a starting point in their journey toward maybe feeling from really feeling very, very stuck in their working mom or ambitious mom experience where they feel like there's all these really loud, loud speakers that are shouting at them, you need to practice self-care and you also need to be a great mom and you also need to be like totally sexy for your partner and you also have to work out 10 times a week and you also have to have whole organic food every single meal, right? They might be in that space and you might have gone a little bit further on this journey and you always are in a position, if you will allow yourself to be, to give someone else encouragement or guidance along the way, as long as that's evidence-based guidance. I mean, don't go just based off like this felt good today, as we call in science, like an N of one in a study, right? I'm the only person I've tried this on myself and it seems like it works. Make sure it's by the book. Make sure that it's actually based off principles that are rooted in science, not on woo-woo crap, right? But if you are taking steps on a journey toward more wellness for yourself or toward being able to have a lot more bandwidth for your kids and to not constantly being irritated at them, that's so amazing, right? You have something to offer other people. So remember that. I always have to consciously remind myself of that when people ask me for advice about business or about how I become a writer or about the podcast or about partnerships, because sometimes I feel like I'm small and I'll play small within myself or on my team or in my house. And when I remind myself of how far I've come and kind of celebrate all those wins that I've had, again, not outside measures of success, not like sales numbers. I'm not talking about I'm the fittest person in the room. I'm talking about as I go through my day, how content do I feel? How satisfied and fulfilled do I feel with how I'm spending my time and my energy and my focus? How purposeful do I feel? Oh my gosh. Like when I really take account of that, whoa, I've been on such a journey that deserve sharing, that other people would be so, so happy to hear about. And so you can be that lighthouse for somebody else who is just starting on this path and who feels like they are totally in the dark. Don't forget that. There is no room or need for comparison. There's no need to compare 
working moms versus stay-at-home moms, no need to compare single moms versus moms in partnerships, no need to compare moms who are killing it in the C-suite and moms who have decided they want to like paint water lilies all day long and that's going to be their version of success, right? We all have something different to offer the world. We're all in a different stage of our journey. And I don't know about you, but I know that for me, continuing to not compare myself or pit myself against other women is not something that comes easy. I'm just going to be real with you. (laughs) Let me speak truth into your life, right? Like it's not something that's easy because that's how we were conditioned. That's how society conditions us is to compete with other women for men's attention, right? For that Beyonce song, right? Like women were groomed to compete for men's attention in the world or to compete for friendships or to compete for success, right? But there's no need for that. And I have to constantly remind myself of that, that when I don't do that, I'm able to rise up with other women and that together we're so super freaking strong. And so I've been really working on thinking about partnership. How can I partner with people who are so aligned with my mission in my personal life, surrounding myself by people who really get it, and also in my professional life? And I hope that you will do the same. See you next time, Mama. Hey, Mama. If you want more of the Modern Mommy Doc podcast, make sure that you click subscribe so you don't miss any episodes. We'd also be so honored if you shared with your friends and on social media with the hashtag Modern Mommy Doc. If you share about something that inspired you or that you learned from the podcast, we'll be sure to share it on our social media as well. Thanks for listening.